around your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show as we start another week, game week after all. Uh, we waited a long time for it. It is here. Let the bells ring out and the proverbial banners fly. Trent Condon's with me. I'm excited about that. We'll talk sports with you for the next couple of hours on a game week. Depth charts have been released. Uh, the press conferences have not happened. Iowa State has backed off theirs until Tuesdays. Iowa's remain on Tuesday, teleconference-wise. Matt Campbell met the media on the telephone earlier today. Dylan Montz participated. He will be here on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline at about 1224 as we will preview Iowa State uh, versus South Dakota State. How about that? We have a actual depth chart and a lot of ores on that that we will get to. Scott Dockerman is going to join us about 110 from The Athletic. If you're a Hawkeye fan, you'll want to listen to Scott Dockerman. He wrote a phenomenal piece at The Athletic taking us back to 1998 and the coaching search and talked to a lot of people that were involved in it on airplanes, crisscrossing the country, trying to uh, interview the principals that were uh, candidates at the time, you forget some of the names on that list. You're reminded just how close maybe uh, you were to being correct when you assumed me. <laughs> I thought Terry Allen was the guy, was told he was going to be the guy. And um, it sounds like Bob Bowlesley wanted him to be the guy, but uh, cooler heads prevailed and they made the right decision and stoops the interview. It's a great piece. It really is. I don't want to spoil it. If you're subscribed to The Athletic, I highly recommend you get to it. And read it. Doc will join us at one ten to opine on it. And then Vinny I will recap the weekend in the NFL as week three. And boy, Trent, uh, I didn't mean to start on the NFL, but I will. Mm-hmm. What happened to what week three used to be as far as preseason games? No longer the case. Not even close. And it's not where, well, we're not going to give them a full half, but they're going to play five series. Team's just not playing, not a guy or a guy dinged up. Whole starting units. Right, right. Well, the Bears, in their case, I mean, that, this was going to be their fourth preseason game, although their guys didn't play in week one right. in the Hall of Fame game. You know what I was thinking, and I saved this for you. I was going to tweet it, and I thought, no, nah, I don't want to, because I haven't seen this angle of that decision by Matt Nagy mm-hmm. to rest his starters and keep that. Well, you're a Bears fan. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong here, and I should have asked you this off the air. When did you first hear that he was going to play? His second string and the starters wouldn't play because I was I came across this uh, Friday afternoon at some point. Yeah, it was Friday evening. It Friday was, afternoon, Friday evening. Yeah, it was. I was in Ankeny getting set up mm-hmm. and got set up, and then this. Oh boy, was it humid out there? Yeah, for Ankeny, Ankeny. <laughs> oh boy, and as I'm sweating, I'm I'm sweating and waiting to go on the air. I'm scrolling through Twitter, and oh, well, I have the game DVR. I guess I don't even have to worry about watching it tomorrow because going to be awful right and saturday came and went and it's still sitting on my dvr i haven't deleted it but i never hit play on that thing when i got home well just... uh, and if you're a chiefs fan you, you did the same thing you don't want to play it because you're you've got a big 12 football team they're gonna score a boatload of points they're gonna give up a boatload of points <laughs> yeah that's It'll my be entertaining. takeaway which should be big 12 football is always entertaining right. and that's how the chiefs play but back to my point mm-hmm. because i knew you would appreciate this and, may, and maybe you would probably see it my way um what was the 
buzzword that really was talked about a lot when PASPA uh, was overturned. What was the one that starts with an I? The Integrity one, fees. Right. Sports wagering is legal in a lot of states. Well, it's legal everywhere now. Some states have jumped on board right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I, the, and the big, all the back and forth was, I don't give a damn about you want to pay, pay your tickets, you pay your money to come and see your team play. I'm going to rest. I'm going to do what's best for my football team, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Vegas didn't know. Sports bettors didn't know. Anybody that's involved in the sports wagering game did not know this when the numbers and betting opened on this game back as early as, I don't know when it happened, when they opened it, so let's say Sunday night, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, if, if, the, if, the, if the properties would have agreed to play the NFL an integrity fee, might Matt Nagy have been forced to come clean a little? No, there's nothing wrong with his decision. No, don't no, Don't get me no. wrong. But what I'm saying this is... This is not a football right. talking piece you're hitting here. Th- this is money actually being exchanged legally on sports now, not in mm-hmm. some back alley, you know, right. not offshore where it's still illegal. That's an aspect of this that I don't think has gotten the maybe the look that it deserves because sports wagering is legal now. Right. And look, as it turned out, if you bet the Bears second string and third string, or if you were forced to sit on that ticket, if earlier in the week when you thought your Bears were playing everybody Mm -hmm. and you thought the Bears' first teamers were better than the Chiefs' first teamers, you made that bet. Friday night, you're trying to get out of that bet any way that you possibly can because you're thinking you have absolutely no chance to cover. Well, they did. They did. They and, won and it straight convincingly, up. Convincingly, won straight up. But you get my point. Yes. Am I making too big of a deal out of that? Uh, maybe. Maybe a little bit because it is a preseason mm-hmm. game. and But they still take wagers on it. They do. But what are the limits? Well, short, but still. It's just it's, it's the whole. For, it doesn't. I don't think it passes the smell test. So this should have come out Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. When did he know? That's he could, a great question. He couldn't have got up Friday morning or Friday at lunch, decided, you know what, I'm going to sit everybody down yeah. tomorrow. And the game was at noon, yes. too. Yeah, yeah. So it was the first kick of the day. Anyway, I don't want to linger on that. It's no, just no. something that popped into my head. It's a good thought. It is. that. Well, And this kind of goes, I think, to a deeper point. Is this the direction we're going with preseason football? You look at the Rams. Or the Cowboys last night. The Cowboys, there's a great one. I was excited. Finally got to see football. I was yeah. away all weekend. This is terrible. Well, the Cardinals look good. They, they did. <laughs> but who are they beating? The third preseason game, and you get nothing. Yeah. But you know, the you Rams. Know, you know that cup? Did you see Randy Gregory played? That kid from Nebraska who was oh, yeah, suspended yeah. for the first two years because I think it's drugs, right? I think it's marijuana. I think he has trouble uh, passing the P test. Boy, he looked like a beast last night. But uh, he was the only cowboy that stood out. I mean, they were terrible. The Rams did this two years ago with Jared Goff. Well, what, what is McVeigh doing? Oh, this. There's another young guy that's going to go down in flames like, well, we've seen a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And all they do is, what, go 12-4 and four last right. year. <laughs> okay, the, this year has been even a step further than that. I think I saw Goff has played 13 snaps. Is that all he's played? 13 snaps of preseason football. We're fine. Yeah, if you were a season ticket holder in an NFL city or wherever you Well, live, that's the problem, right? Absolutely is the problem, but you you are probably you're going to give away the first preseason game. You give those to you know clients or whatever, mm-hmm. but you're going to go to this one. You're going to go to week three because week three, it's ingrained in our minds. That's the dress rehearsal game. And if you have a home Change. game and it alternates every one year, you right. have week three. The other, can't we find a better way? Yeah. of doing this. Yeah, you cut down to two games, and I don't know what the what the magic number is. 
an eighteen an eighteen regular game regular season. If the if the owners need to have this additional revenue, I get why they want another home game. They yes. don't want to give up a gate. But preseason is a joke right now, Trent. They've made it a joke. One of my favorite ideas that I've a heard. bigger joke, I should say. Yes, is if they do go that route, cut it down to two preseason, go to eighteen. Well, in this age where player safety is paramount, mm-hmm. is every player has to sit out a week, eighteen game regular season. But during the regular season, during the regular season, there has to be one game. Now you don't have to determine until get. And speaking of the betting angle, I mean, can you imagine that? No. Where by (laughs) Thursday of that week, you have to determine. So Aaron Rodgers has to take a turn on the bench too. No, I can't see that going. I can't see that. We're playing the Buccaneers this week, and I think we can get by this one. Or, well, you know what? He is dinged up. Let's just give him the rest here. Mm -hmm. Don't know how healthy he'd be anyway. I mean, that Thursday, you think it's big when people and get who's their Who's going to police report. that? Who's going to police that all 53 on this roster? And then what do you do with the practice squad guys? Do they get to play right away because they said, uh, I don't know. I don't like that. I don't want to think about that. Their safety. <laughs> I guess. Um, I just like an extra dimension, an extra angle. That, that is clearly one of them. And the quarterback would be the biggest Oh, one. especially some of the needle-moving quarterbacks. Yes. No doubt about that. Um, yeah, Chiefs, your Chiefs and the Bears. Just real quick on this to finish up, and then we'll get to the Iowa and Iowa State and the depth charts that mm-hmm. both released um look at your bears they're, they're, here's what i know about your bears that you you've got some depth they're deep yeah. they're deep because they kicked the crap out of the chiefs starters they did you you mentioned kansas city is going to be a big 12 like team they're gonna score a lot of points you have not been able to buy into the chargers love that's been out there for months now so are you? I was on the Chiefs. I know, but now it sounds like you're down on them. I, I'm I getting to. Are you coming uh, around on picking your Denver? The good guys. Oh boy! Saw what they did in Washington, didn't you? Right. If that I wasn't did. enough to change your opinion and to solidify the fact that this team is a legitimate Super Bowl, well, they actually played defense for the first time. Yeah, yeah for the first. Took time. Took him three weeks to get that ramped up, and right. Keenum was Keenum, right? He, for the first time, he yeah. was really good. Emmanuel Sanders was terrific, and Sutton draft him, folks. I'm telling you, he is a sleeper. You're going to be able to get him late. You can thank me later when you're winning your league. It's only going to take 10 to win that division. I was talking to my son last night about this exact thing. We came up with nine. Nine wins it. Nine might win that division. It'll get you at least in the title. Because I think the Raiders are going to stink. I'm not sure what Denver is. I know Den- I know Kansas City couldn't stop anybody. The Chargers, they're always hurt. They are. They're always banged up. And they... In terms of talent, they have the best roster in the Right, division. but is their kicker going to pee down his legs the first two games? They they lose more games than they should win over this last <laughs> yes. decade. Um, so for that reason, I can't pick them. Anyways, and, and Rivers is getting older. He is. I, how I still much love the kid. Lo- yes, but how much longer? I mean, mm-hmm. I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a year where he gets banged up and... I don't even know who the backup is now that I say that. Well, it's the kid, it used no to be the kid with the beard. Um, that's not narrowing it down. Oh, but, the the Clemson guy, right? Yeah, I can't think of his name. I can't either. I don't know who's there anymore yeah. because Philip Rivers plays every game. Exactly. Uh, let's move to Iowa and Iowa State. The depth chart is out. Iowa State, we'll talk. Uh, Dylan Mont's coming up here at 1225. So let's do a quick hit on Iowa's first. We'll get back to Iowa State. The uh, depth chart has come out. The offensive line kind of jumps off the page. We knew it was going to be different because of the suspensions. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mark Collenberger is going to be the starting left tackle. Dalton Ferguson gets the go at the right tackle. Barnwart, right guard. Reynolds and Keegan in the middle of that line. Um, First blush, your thoughts on the depth chart offensively before we move to the defensive side of the ball? You know, it's it's funny because I had just heard on no, it's Saturday. It was Saturday that somebody that has some pretty good connections in Iowa City 
meaning they've seen practice, didn't think that Kallenberger was going to get the start, mm. that it was going to be Levi Paulson at right tackle and Ferguson at left tackle. The depth chart comes out. And again, this is a depth chart, and especially the first depth They're chart. They're not set in stone. They're not set in stone. So I would, I would just say keep your eye out that first Hawkeye offensive series who comes trotting out there. It might not be Mark Kallenberger, but... You hope for his sake that that's the case. The kid's incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. Footwork, I told you, watching him at the high school level, is fundamentally sound as you're going to find. Not real big, 280, left tackle in the Big Ten. That's difficult. But uh, I think he's got a very bright future for now, though. He's got a big assignment in front of him with Sutton Smith yeah, if he no, does get that, that start. That, that's for sure. Uh, uh, defensively? Torn Young is, is the, is the uh, backup to Ivy Kelly Martin. Mm-hmm. He's going to start. I think it's an or there, is it not? Yeah, with him Sergeant, and Sergeant. Yeah. Yep. At the backup spot. That'll be interesting to see how that shakes out because I think Sargent's maybe been a little better than they anticipated. Yes. Three sophomore running backs, too. All in the same class eligibility-wise, which is odd. Mm -hmm. Something to keep an eye on, though, down the road. One of those guys thinking, you know, I probably could get some more carries somewhere else. We'll leave that aside. Let's get to football season before we start speculating about that. Uh, One other thing. Christian Welch listed as the starter at the will spot. Mm -hmm. So... That's one that we have heard it is down to the wire. Jones is the starter in the middle. Right. That is, and then Neiman has flexibility. Nick Neiman, Ben's little brother. Can go either way, right. Can either play the outside spot or Mm -hmm. go inside and play the wheel spot. They have it listed. Christian Welch is a starter. That race is not determined, though. In fact, I think that competition, I mean, doesn't it keep even going this week? I would would probably agree with you. How close that we've heard I think we're going to see a lot of guys in that spot on Saturday. Which is different for Iowa at the linebacker spot. They've rotated defensive linemen a lot lately. Mm -hmm. We've seen them. But look how fortunate they've been with these last two classes, right? Yes. They've played a lot of cornerbacks at different times. Linebacker's not a spot where they do a whole lot of mixing and matching. This is probably going to be, at least early on, you're going to see a lot all right, let's see how Barrington Wade looks outside. Eh, he's struggling. All right, let's bump Neiman over the other. You know, it's just there's going to be a lot more back and forth than you used to because for the most part it's here's our three starters and they're playing pretty much every snap. More rotation than normal, I think, this year. Gersandi won the punting job. Good to see. Yep. Certainly. Especially the, after we watched Rassiter last year. Yes. Leg talent, no doubt. Now he's got to put it all together. He put a really – was it Northwestern game last year where he punted it? Really well, and then he was hurt right after that uh, with the back injury. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll take Average like 45 it. yards a punt. Actually got a couple of boomers there. Like, okay, yeah, you can see this kid and proceeds to get hurt. Seems Are you surprised Smith-Marset is not only your starting running back? Um, wide receiver. Wide receiver. He's also going to return punts and kicks? Yeah, because I figured it would be Kyle Gronowig that would get the punt. He was spot. the name that got a lot of buzz yes. throughout August. Again, first depth chart. Yeah, I know. First depth chart. How much is really invested into this? Mm-hmm. Or is it Kirk and the staff? We got to get this out there. We were supposed to, we released it Fridays a couple of years prior, and now people are getting upset. They don't have the weekend to delve into it. It's true. Let's just get this thing on paper and move on. Uh, I mean, speaking of moving on, Iowa State's got some decisions to make, and, and they really haven't or haven't made a lot of decisions. We still don't know about the middle linebacker. Seems like that's a three headed race. Mm-hmm. We don't know who's going to be the second running back into the game, and I'm assuming that'll be a situational call uh, as to who's going to be the guy that comes in is, uh, after Montgomery if they, you know, short yardage or whatever. Have you ever seen a depth chart that Has has this many oars? No, I'm not. Here's the other thing, the depth chart that's confusing. Not confusing, but uh, to to back up your point. 
And I, I don't know where they got this other kicker, but now there's three kickers in the race. I thought it was Francis, who we assumed was going to be the handle the kickoffs, and Narvis and the freshman from Arizona was going to be the guy that actually did the field goal mm-hmm. kicking. And have you had you seen? I don't even know how you pronounce his name. Asali, 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 Asley, Asley. I don't know how you say his name. I I had seen the name once before, like in a write up about the kicking competition, and it was a, a cursory. And this guy's also practicing kicking the football. That's it. And, and he's listed. Now that looks like it's alphabetical. That's alphabetical. But we get to the, the other spot that has a lot of oars for starters. The middle linebacker. That's not listed. No, because Rose Rose is uh, listed ahead of McMillan and Orion Vance. Like is listed as three. But again, there's there oars. oars there, so any one of them could start. Are we reading too much into these things? Yeah, because it's all we've got to go on, Trent. <laughs> no. Of course, <laughs> no. I mean, if they just invite us to a couple of practices, we'd be Wouldn't fine. Would make it a whole lot easier, right, right? Right. But instead, here we are determining what these oars mean. Boy, football season's fun. Can't wait for it to get here, and it's and it's here. All right, baseball from the weekend. The Cubs swept four from the Reds. You think back to early. In, do you remember what month it was? Was it May? It was May or June. I think, I think it was June. the The Reds took four from from the Cubs, and the sky was falling. Yes. Oh my God! Uh, the the lowly Cincinnati Reds just swept the Chicago Cubs. Well, they returned the favor this weekend. Uh, Chris Bryant, who by the way is going to be here tomorrow. He's actually with the team today. They're playing over in Omaha, and then they will come back home to Principal Park. And I guess Chris Bryant's going to accompany them. Uh, he's and maybe keep be here as long as the uh, uh, for as the remainder of the week. Uh, Chatwood is here. Is Dunsing here? Is there three of them? Yeah, yeah. Dun- Dunsing's on his rehab. So and Chatwood, I don't know when he's going to pitch. Mm. Um, when he does, we can assume you're going to get your money's worth as far as yeah. if you're paying by the pitch. Maybe sit out in right field. Yeah. <laughs> get some get balls. yourself a souvenir or two. <laughs> uh, but Brian is going to be here, and clearly he's the uh, the biggest of that trio, and that's going to be uh, a real boost for the Iowa Cubs as they will see their regular season come to an end and do so with <laughs> one of the biggest names in baseball uh, wearing their uniform. What a break that is. Yeah, pretty cool way to finish I'll off say. the season and uh, – little bump, I'm sure, at the turnstiles. Oh, for sure. Because school's back in. Yes. Football's back in. And all of a sudden, let's head down to the park tonight. Let's mm-hmm. see Chris Bryant in action. And uh, a few wives, I, I've heard, have said the same thing. Oh, is that right? One of my buddies said, I guess we're going to Principal Park. <laughs> she likes Chris Bryant a lot. And why wouldn't she? Now, uh, that Cincinnati series, June 21st through the It was 24th. that late. Yeah, wow, that yeah. Late in the series. So almost to the All-Star break. So the sky was falling at that point at the time of the year. But the bats woke up. The pitching's been terrific. And they're going to need terrific pitching, not because they're playing the Mets, but because they're the, of the two stars that they're facing. Lester versus Syndergaard tonight. DeGrom versus Hamilton tomorrow that i mean trent my god look the mets stink they are i don't know 18 20 games below 500 but these are two of the national league's best pitchers well they're four of the national league's best pitchers because lester looks like he belongs hamels has been unbelievable Degrom might be the national league's best pitcher this year and syndergaard's not exactly chopped liver so this pretty good uh monday and tuesday night for us baseball fans what what do you say when we get into full football season tuesdays and wednesdays are for baseball baseball nights well, we get a little bit more here. A Monday, Tuesday. Yes, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm in the same spot as you. Something, uh, the Mets, remember how good of a start they got off yeah, to? On fire. Were they 10-2? and two? Don't know what they were, but they two, were the so... talk of baseball in April. And At least early in April. How quickly that dissipated. Oh, you're right. Still, you feel good about the Cubs now. They mm-hmm. righted the ship, if mm-hmm. you will. 
Murphy's that, hit a couple of home runs. But that leads only four, four and a half over the, the Brewers and Cardinals. And the Cardinals, yeah. A bad week, a bad stretch. Of and, they, and they've got the some Reds. games left against each other, they too. So, and they don't get but a, I, I feel so much better than even a week ago. It just, oh, the pitching's been good, and the yeah. offense, was, which was dormant. I mean, right. it was in hibernation. What did they have? They played five games where they scored five runs all via the solo home run. Yeah. You remember that? Yes. That was last weekend. You don't have to go back very far for that debacle. Uh, Dylan Moss joins us next. We'll talk more about Iowa State, their upcoming game against South Dakota State. The depth chart is out. No press conference today uh, for Matt Campbell. That has been moved until Tuesday. We'll get the times for that one. i, I got to assume it's still going to be the same time it was, it was last year, but... Who knows? I would have assumed that they would have had this thing on Mondays, and that's not the case. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk to Dylan Scott Dockerman, 110, terrific piece on the hiring of Kurt Ferentz some 20 years ago. Take a trip back down memory lane for that one, and then Vinny I will be here. We'll recap the NFL uh, from this past weekend, week three, not what it once was, and that's an understatement. Trent and I until 2, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations. We overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Pros in the know start with Lowe's, because Lowe's makes it easy to save every day on every job. Now you can get 15% off floor tile when you buy $150 or more. Plus, save 5% on eligible purchases every day when you use your Lowe's business credit account. Stop by the Pro Desk or visit Lowe'sForPros.com for details. So, Pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Tile offer valid in stores only through 9-5. While supplies last, credit offer subject to credit approval. Can't be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply. U.S. only.
Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness, give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Suicide prevention starts with everyday heroes like you. Join us on Sunday, September the 16th at DMAC campus in Ankeny as we walk to fight suicide and raise awareness about mental health. Be a part of a movement turning hope into action and create a culture that's smart about mental health. Funds raised at the walks will benefit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. You can find out more by going to AFSP.org. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net It's time for your daily dose of Cyclone coverage on 1700 KBGG Trent Conan on the keys. Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Taking until 2 o'clock, Scott Dockerman, 110. From The Athletic, Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News will join us about 1.30. Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune, joins us right now. You can read DylanAmesTrib.com. Travis Hines, the entire paper, AmesTrib.com. Dylan, Trenton, Ken, happy game week. Dylan Montz, how are you? I'm doing well, guys, and it's good to be here with you on, on game week, finally. Indeed it is. Well, some news this morning. I know the teleconference has come and gone. You'll have an opportunity uh, to get to more with uh, Coach Campbell tomorrow during uh, his uh, weekly press conference. But, you know, one of the things that kind of lingered out there, Tonga Moen, it seemed like, according to the student handbook, when you get the OWI, that that's an automatic one-gamer. Yet, for whatever reason, that was not made public, and a lot of people assumed that uh, Tonga Moen is going to be good to go for South Dakota State. The news has now come out. You've got it on your Twitter feed that indeed there will be a suspension for Tonga Moa. Why the confusion, do you think, Dylan? You know what? I've been trying to figure that one out myself. I'm not really sure because I've even asked people 
straightforward and straight up. Uh, you know, is this going to be suspension? What's his what's his status? And um, there was never really any any sort of straight answer. So it was it was always confusing to me. But uh, like you mentioned, it's it's part of uh, policy there that that guys have to serve some sort of suspension for it. And um, it's it's not surprising. And he's off the depth chart this week uh, for the game, and I'm sure he'll be back on it next week. But um, yeah, the, it it came down as a suspension, like like it probably should have, and like it's done in the past. So with Tongamoa, last summer he was kind of the the speculation piece all summer long. Finally shows message up. board sensation. Yes, didn't get a whole lot from him. What's a realistic expectation for the final eleven games of the season for Tongamoa? Is it just a rotational piece? Is he strictly a backup that only plays in blowouts? What, what do you think Tongamoa is going to be able to give him this year? Yeah, I certainly think he'll be a rotational piece, and I think his ceiling is higher than that, but he's he's obviously had some inconsistencies in his career with arriving late last year, and he gained a, a ton of weight, it sounds like, just kind of in the transition from junior college and, and came back uh, down and I think um, lost 25 pounds total from what he had gained. So I think he's in good shape health-wise, and um, you know they, they like what he's done in flashes, but as Matt Campbell talks about all the time, the consistency of can they trust you out there um, every every snap or every snap that they're asking you to do. So uh, I think they really like Jamal Johnson, a defensive tackle, and then certainly Ray Lima, a nose guard. Um, those two guys are a pretty good one-two punch up there. But if they can get Tonga Moe going a little bit and, and get his motor up there and conditioning in good shape, I think he could be a nice piece. But it's hard to put too many expectations on him right now just because he's, he's still relatively unknown as – even though the name's been out there and all over the message boards and stuff the last couple of years, uh, we still don't really know what he can do. Uh, Dylan, I, I want to go to the kicking game, um, and, and the reason I bring it up, and it was brought up in the teleconference today, just about the close games that Iowa State played in last year, and Coach Campbell thinks that there's going to be more than there, or just as many, perhaps, close games this year as there were last year, and if that's the case, obviously field goal kicking's going to play a role. We'd assume that this was a two-headed race between Chris Francis, who in all likelihood was going to handle the kickoffs because he's got a stronger leg. Meanwhile, the freshman from Arizona, Narvison, was going to be the uh, the field goal kicker because he's well, he's more accurate. Now, all of a sudden, here's a name that uh, Trent and I are just both scratching our heads saying, I didn't even hear that. I've never heard of this kid before. We don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm going to go with Solly. Um, where did he show up from, and what's he done to make him – part of that group of three that all have oars beside their name as they try to settle out uh, this week, sort out this week, uh, who's going to kick field goals, who's going to kick offs, and who's going to just stand on the sidelines. Where did that kid come from? Yeah, Connor O'Sally was a guy that was uh, on the roster last year and kind of in the mix of it, but it was it was going to be Garrett Owens' job last year as a place kicker, so he was kind of behind the scenes a little bit, but when you have the the turnover and there's no clear guy, I guess, to, to replace him, you know, like we said, people thought it was going to be Narvison, and I still think he's probably the favorite to win the job, but there are, um, you know, there are growing periods, I guess, that a guy has to go through when uh, he's a true freshman coming in and expected to be the place kicker, so it sounds like he's been doing good in camp, but they, they're kind of letting it play out as long as possible just so they can kind of get a good sense of what, he, what each guy can do, and and how consistently they can hit and from what distances and what pressure, pressure situations. So uh, I think um, uh, Sally was a guy that they had mentioned, uh, maybe Joe Houston had mentioned him a couple weeks ago as a guy that um, had really kind of forced his way in there. And um, you know, it certainly may see him out there at some point, but I still think it's probably a two-man race with Narvison walking away with it. But 
Chris Francis is, is still going to be your kickoff guy, and I, I think he has a, a really big leg, so maybe you see him for some of the longer field goals. But um, I, I think Narvison will ultimately win the job, and maybe if he, if he doesn't, then you redshirt him and get him for four years after that. So it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, and I think it sounds like it's going to be a thing that um, you know we may not even hear until game day. Or Matt Campbell said um, maybe they switch it up after a game or two, kind of getting him. Uh, under the lights and in the flow of the game, and, and maybe something else uh, happens with that. So the kicker spot, three guys listed, all with oars. You mentioned uh, Asali, is that Asali? Yep, yep, Asali. Asali, yep. Francis, Narvison. That that last name in alphabetical order. Middle linebacker, though, not in alphabetical order with three oars. Mike Rose listed first, or Bobby McMillan, or, or Orion Vance. What do you read into that, if anything, the way they're listed? It's, it's, this is one of the most fascinating, uh, I think, position battles I've seen um, maybe in a couple of years just because of uh, the way Mike Rose had kind of thrust himself into the conversation as a true freshman. Um, and the way it's trending and, and kind of the, the vibe I'm getting, it wouldn't be surprised to see Mike Rose end up being the starter. And I know mm. um, we talked about uh, Orion Vance yeah. endlessly and, and how good he's been, and it looked like he was going to be the guy for you know months and months, and he still could be. But I think they really, really like what Mike Rose gives them in the middle. Um, he's a smart kid, really physical. Let's see what size he. He's six three, two twenty eight. So he's already in pretty good shape there. Um, you know, for just being a guy that's only been on campus a couple months. So uh, I think they're they're still trying to feel it out, and it's kind of one of those things that it's going to kind of play through the week too, and maybe you'll see him. Um, mix and match through the first couple games. But um, I, I think they like the, the depth maybe that's emerged there because they know they have two guys that are talented uh, enough to go play the position, but it's just a matter of um, who you see out there first. So it, it'll be really fascinating once the defense steps on the field for the first time if it is Rose or Vance. And Rose wasn't here in the spring, was he? I mean, he's a f- true freshman. Did he finish high school in time to get here for spring ball? No, he was a guy that showed up in the summer. So wow. that, that's what I'm saying, just his his acceleration there through the program and, and being, being able to pick up some things um, in a spot that's really tough because you can t- talk about skill position players, whether it's a running back or a wide receiver. Um, you know, you just got to be really fast and, and be able to catch the ball. With, with middle linebacker, it's really physical, kind of hard for new guys to adjust, uh, you know, in only a couple of months and pick up on all the things. But it sounds like he's, he's done really, really well there so far. Dillamont's joining us from the Ames Tribune as we uh, dive deep into the two-deep depth chart for Iowa State football. Uh, we mentioned Tonga Moa suspended now for this game. True freshman Isaiah Lee. That's a name that I don't think we've talked a whole lot about. Can you tell us much about the youngster listed there at defensive tackle? Yeah, he's six foot and 284, so he has pretty good size there in the middle. Um, and he's a guy I think that's kind of come on to a little bit in fall camp and um, and I know coaches were excited about him when they got him signed, but uh, I think Jamal Johnson is still your, your primary guy there. But yep. if he can be a guy that comes in and gives you a few snaps there, even if it's under this new redshirt rule where he comes in early on in the season, if Tongamo is still getting adjusted, um, he could play up to four games and, and still keep his year. And I think um, you know that, that wouldn't be a bad deal either because you can get a little bit of experience but not have to go through the grind of a full season and then kind of come back next year really ready and um, can be counted on quite a bit. So I think he's really um, a nice size in there, really physical. And um, like I said, it sounds like he's been mentioned a little bit more as, as 
uh, the camp and, and days have kind of gone on. You know, another kid who's uh, really picking up steam, too, and you've talked about him, because I'm fascinated by the slot uh, receiver position. I thought Deshante Jones, after what, watching him as a freshman, was going to really take off in his sophomore year. Um, you know, that never really materialized. Not that he had a bad year by any means, but he didn't take the step forward. A lot of people thought that he would. Sounds like Milton's really pushing Deshante Jones, which is a good thing. Seems like there might be some talent in the slot up in Ames. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, certainly Deshante Jones didn't have the numbers that he did as a freshman, but I think his step back was maybe a little bit more perceived than it was in reality just because of the numbers that they had at, at wide receiver with Alan Lazard, Akeem Butler, Marcy Murdoch, Matt Eaton, and all the guys that would have gotten catches ahead of him on the outside. So I think he's doing a good spot this year to come in and contribute, but they really, really like what Tariq Milton gives with his speed. Um, and his ability to make plays um, kind of downfield a little bit, too. He's certainly good side to side and in the horizontal game and, and underneath routes. But I think if you can really kind of get him out in the open and, and get him matched up with the safety, I think he has enough speed to really kind of do some damage there. So his versatility, I think, is, is his biggest weapon and, and certainly one um, that they've been excited about since he got to campus uh, last year. And, and one I think that um, uh, they're going to try to take advantage of in some different situations, kind of complementing um, Hakeem Butler or um, Matt Eaton this year. So the offensive line, not a surprise the way it shakes out with the starters there, though a couple of true freshmen listed as backups. Joey, Joey Ramos at the left tackle spot and Trevor Downing at right guard. Perfect world, these guys would play a little bit this year, stay at that four-game threshold in redshirt, or do you think they're really part of the mix here to see real playing time and maybe go past that four games? Yeah, I, I think they're probably still holding out hope that those guys would be able to retain the year of eligibility and, and not surpass those four games. But if you can get them in there, maybe get them in there early, depending on how some of the games shake out, or maybe it's a late season thing where um, you know you're, you can be up a, a score or two or a couple, whatever it is, in the fourth quarter, and you get them in there for a couple reps. Um, while some of those starters rest because that was the big concern last year was guys playing a ton of snaps and, and not really being able to, to dive into your bench months just because you didn't want to burn some of those red shirts. But I think they're really excited about the talent those those guys both present. And um, I, I think you will probably see them at least a little bit this year, but it's hard to say whether it will be early on or, or later on because the philosophy um, Matt Campbell has is he, – he kind of wants to feel you out. They want to make sure they're able to trust you in there, and um, they don't want to throw you in there before you're ready. So I, I think you'll see them, but um, this is kind of a matter of, of if it's early on or, or a little bit later in the year. Uh, Dylan, my last thing, uh, any nuggets come out of the teleconference? I know you'll get them tomorrow uh, in the regular press conference, but the teleconference, the uh, Big 12 pre- teleconferences for all the coaches was held uh, earlier this morning. Did uh, you glean anything from that? Uh, yeah, I didn't uh, jump on super early, but uh, the, what I was kind of picking up is um, there are a couple teams still kind of waiting to figure out their quarterback situations. It sounds like I know Kansas State uh, isn't going to announce until later in the week or maybe on game day. And, um, you, know, you know, I think that's kind of the big thing is uh, some of those teams um, uh, across the Big 12 were kind of figuring out what they were going to do with that position, whether it was Oklahoma. I know they said they had a contest a little bit, Kansas State. Um, Kansas even, um, Texas had one certainly. So mm-hmm. I think it kind of showed maybe where Iowa State is right now and its stability at that position with Kyle Kemp and Deb Nolan, who both got time last year and they feel really comfortable with. So 
uh, I think that was probably the one thing that jumped out to me, although I, I got to admit I, I wasn't on for the, the full hour plus of, of hearing those other guys. That's kind of what I was seeing. And K-State took two quarterbacks to media days in Dallas, right? Yeah, they did. Both um, both Dylan and Barnes, I think, are their names there. They were both there. All right, Dylan, uh, good stuff. We will talk to you Friday. We'll get our last look because before they get set to take on uh, South Dakota, you got one more, Trent? I, I do. Just any update on the four freshmen that have been suspended from Friday? Anything more to that that you've been able to find, Dylan? Yeah, just talking to Matt Campbell briefly about it on Friday, it sounds like it's something they're going to be continuing to evaluate as the year goes on. And it's hard to say whether it's going to be a, um, you know, a mid-year they return, if it's going to be a few games. But um, I haven't really been able to find out um, too much else. I know they're removed from, from team activities right now. They still have the academic support. But um, right now it's just kind of um, a, a little bit in limbo in terms of um, what they're going to do here with, with those guys and, and when their return is possible. You know, there was um, we, we'd uh, spoken with you during the show. It came out after we talked. On Thursday, as I'm as I'm following on Twitter, I I think that I read there was a, it, it sounded ominous the the tweet that I saw uh, somebody with a a gun on campus at uh, uh, at one of the housing facilities was that the incident that precipitated this suspension? It, you know, it's it's hard to speculate with no charges being filed, but um, you know, I, I think people maybe are able to connect the dots there. But it, it was campus police that got involved and. Um, and again, they, they didn't name any suspects publicly. They didn't file any charges. So I, I guess they just kind of um, let people take it at face value and what it was. We will talk to you on Friday. Thank you, Dillamonts. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. Take yeah, care. Good to talk to you, Dillamonts. Ames Tribune, AmesTrib.com. John Walters just tweeted this little nugget out. Ooh. Uh, the uh, coach's call in show. Yes. That's um, Monday night mm-hmm. from Applebee's in Ames. No longer a call in show. Whoa. No more calls. Whoa. Yeah. This might be the biggest news of the week. This is huge news. Mike in Waterloo. Clubbed. What's our buddy in Storm Lake that we're always call in? Denny and Ruthven. Den- Denny. It's uh, De- Denny. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, who's the guy in Clear Lake? Cyclone Jerry. Cyclone Jerry. There's is a, a staple? The guy in Clear Lake? I can't think of I think it's, it's Denny in Clear Lake. Is it Denny in Clear Lake? Denny in Clear Lake. Okay, okay. Lake. I'm Denny. mixing them together. Right. Wow. Yes. Now, listen. To be to be honest, I think it's the right move. Well, we it's nowhere near as entertaining, perhaps, just right. because it's kind of that entertaining. Wreck yeah, effect. I don't even know if entertaining is the right word. Interesting. I, I'm entertained. You're entertained, yeah, I'm by, entertained it. by it. Now, people might notice we don't take many calls. No, that's the reason why. I I told and you I'm a theory that, that not... I hold when we when we started together a year ago, just you and me and. I think it holds pretty true. I, I'm with you. And this isn't a knock at anybody's caller-driven show. Yeah. Do, do your thing. Yeah. I took a ton of calls in my 23 years. Mm-hmm. I think it's better this way. And the Cyclone Coaches Call-In Show is now the Cyclone Coaches Corner Show. No call-ins. No call-ins. They take some tweets? Great question. I, I would anticipate there will be, be a, a social yes. media aspect of this. That way they can they know ahead what's going to be asked, mm-hmm. how to answer them. That'll that's be. that's the way you know. That's probably that might be the future of this. Actually, yes, I, better way. Mm-hmm. I think it is a better way, and you can get better answers out of it. Yes, now you can't ambush, and we've heard on both of them. Now, way back in the day, I used to listen to Iowa, Iowa State, you and I's every week because there just wasn't as much content. Mm-hmm. Will Do- Will Dolphin take calls on Wednesday? That's what I want to know Ooh. now. 
Well, it's the same property, right? Learfield? Learfield, right. And, and Dolphin question. Dolph takes questions before Kirk gets there, I think. Yeah, and then he saves them and he'll ask, right. I'll ask and, Kirk and when he gets there. And here's the other there. thing. You know who yeah. might catch a huge break on this? Well, I know Tommy Birch will tonight. Yes. Because Birch, he would describe the play-by-play. And I think he probably borrowed that from our friend Mark Morehouse, who was good time radio, good timey radio hour, whatever he called it. He retired that though. Did he retire it? He retired it last year, and I think Doc maybe picked up the slack a little bit, and a couple other people did. But yeah, I, was he, was, he was still on my Twitter feed last year, but it, maybe it wasn't Mark. Now that you mentioned, yeah. it. but he did it for the first couple of years, and that was, I mean, you, you a running diary of goofiness. Oh, it was awesome. But you inject Morehouse's warped sense of humor, and I <laughs> right. say that with all respect. Yes. By the way, did you see his tweet when he uh, from the from the weekend? He mm. did a, he did the hundred and forty three yes. right, and some guy. I mean, I guess this guy's a real piece of work. Yeah, and he took a shot at Mark. Uh huh. And Mark's response on Twitter to him, and he was Twitter acclaimed by the Hawkeye nation by the Hawkeye fan base for his response to this. I guess he's a really piece of work. This guy. Two words. First of them was eat. Second one ah. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? One we can't say. It's good. Eat dung. Uh, <laughs> Mark was firing this Mark weekend, huh? was, yeah. I mean, he put so much work into that. Right. The first thing this guy gets on there and takes a shot at her, please. Uh, but I thought it was probably appropriate. So anyways, there are a little bit of news made today by the Cyclone Coaches Corner Show. Eric Heft is going to co-host tonight. Be a good show. Matt yeah. Campbell. Uh, Christy Johnson Lynch, as they bring in the volleyball aspect of this. Pollard usually stops by periodically throughout the show. Um, changing. No more call-in show. What will mm. Wednesday bring over? They do it from a Mexican restaurant, don't they? Carlos O'Kelly's. Carlos O'Kelly's. That's yes. what it is. Those are Carlos O'Kelly's on Merle Hay. It's belly up now. Or it's closed. That's gone. There used Long to be gone. one over on Westtown Parkway. That's gone. On Westtown? Did there really? Yeah. I don't remember that one. I remember the one on Merle Hay Road. Hit a... Hit that up after work a time or two back in the Did day. Did you? We'll take a time out. We'll come back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Mark Morehouse. Uh, Mark Morehouse. He's Thursday. Scott Darkman is 110. Vinny R, 130 on the NFL. Trent and I until 2. We want to tell you about our ticket giveaway. We'll do that on the other side. We've got Northern Illinois, Iowa tickets to give away tomorrow. Cyhawk tickets mm-hmm. to give away uh, throughout the, well, on Saturday or Sunday, but we'll tell you how you can win them when we come back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. 
Guys, football season is approaching soon. Every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday will be devoted to football. Do what I do. Build up that Goodwill bank account. And here's a way you can build up that Goodwill bank account. Take your wife or your significant other to one of the many farmer's markets located throughout central Iowa. Grimes, Indianola, Johnson, Perry, Pleasant Hill, Polk City, West Des Moines, Ankeny, Beaverdale, Bondurant, and a whole bunch of them scattered throughout Des Moines. Farmer's markets continuing through the whole month of August for more information. Go to catchdemoin.com backslash events. When working at a growing business, you wear many hats. The new business hat. The buying toner for the copy machine hat. The sifting through tons of resumes hat. You can throw away that last hat thanks to Indeed.com. When posting your job, Indeed lets you add screener questions that give you a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. So go ahead, dust off that extra-long lunch hat. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. Walk, run, or wag your way to Terra Park in Johnston on September 22nd for the ARL's Iowa Dog Jog, presented by Anderson Animal Hospital. The 4K and 2K course winds around the scenic Terra Lake, and afterward, you and your pup can unleash in the pop-up dog parks and visit with local vendors. It's basically a big dog party. Sign up as an individual or as a team to fundraise for the homeless pets at the ARL. Register today at iowadogjog.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. 
for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. WolfConstruction.net. Hey guys, Trent Cotton back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. All right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. Final couple of minutes of the first hour of the program. Scott Dockerman is here in hour number two. So is Vinny Iyer. We have uh, tickets to the Iowa State-Iowa football game, Cyhawk game, to give away. Here's how we're going to do it. Uh, tomorrow, by the way, you can win Northern Illinois tickets. That's going to happen during the Hawkeye Swarm at some point about well, between one thirty and one fifty-five. But if you want to win tickets to see Iowa State-Iowa in the state's biggest game of the year, simply go to Dr. Fuller's Twitter feed, at Hawkeye Swarm. Once you get there, once you, what do you call it? Not, is that tagging him? No, tag is a hashtag. Well, not necessarily. You tag somebody when okay. you put their name in there. All yep. Right. So my age is showing. <laughs> you explain it. Would you please? You're better at it than I am. It's very simple. The simplest way to break it down, put at the at symbol, Hawkeye Swarm. Okay. All together, not spaces in there, at Hawkeye Swarm. The total points that you believe is going to be scored in NIU, Iowa, and the tiebreaker, total passing yards by Hawkeye quarterbacks. Or passing yards Passing yards, period. Right. If, if Ivan Kelly Martin throws a halfback right. pass, that counts in it. Absolutely does. If I was up 45 nothing and Petrus comes in and throws for 110. His count two. Those count two. Right. Iowa passing yards is a tiebreaker. So it'll look like this. At Hawkeye Swarm, 45, 628. If you right. think there's going to be 628. And it's closest without going without over. going over. So you probably don't want to go 628. No, you don't want to do that. No, no. You don't want to do one like you're playing Price is Right because right. somebody will beat you. Yes. yes. Uh, but that's how we're going to give away these tickets. Dr. Fuller's Twitter feed, at Hawkeye Swarm. Trent and I with the 1 o'clock hour. It's next. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins, for big games, for titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors, uh, these colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. But not with ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology actively invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. Try ZipRecruiter now for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash try. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash try. If you wear a denture, are you sure your breath is clean and fresh? Try Polydent. It's specifically designed to clean a denture because it's tough on odor-causing bacteria, but gentle on the denture itself. Polydent has a four-in-one cleaning system with four powerful ingredients that work together to deep clean your denture. It kills 99.99% of odor-causing bacteria in laboratory testing and helps to remove stains. Feel confident and clean every day with Polydent. Available at Walmart for a low price every day. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. The Arizona Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Northwest Urbandale Drive, the Arizona Iowa Baseball Company. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place at the River Center in downtown Des Moines, featuring two days of food, entertainment, cigars, great